You're listening to the Wise Girls Podcast, where we challenge each other to walk in spiritual excellence and be all God has called us to be. We'll share with you some of the ways we've grown and the lessons we've learned along this journey of becoming wise. If you're ready to grow with us, let's go. Wise girls, we are so excited that you have decided to join in on another episode of the Wise, wise girls, girls Podcast. I always want to say Wise Girls Rise Podcast. I know, that's why I had to interject because you always It's fine because it's a tongue twister for me, y'all. It'd be tri- tripping me up. So Wise Girls Podcast. There we go. Thank you for taking 20 to 30 minutes out of your day um, or your night whenever you are listening to this to listen to this conversation. But check it. We're going to get right into it because we are so ecstatic or excited. (laughs) I was trying to like put the words together. (laughs) Lord Jesus, it's a wording day for me. It's a wording day for me. Um, But we are so excited because uh, me and Tabrina, we were talking about it, you know, just having sister conversations like we always have. And we were like, hey, for the month of February, let's try to do something different. So we came up with February features. Um, so every Sunday of this month, we're going to have a feature guest on our podcast mm-hmm. where we tell about um, their stories. I think, Tabrina, you said something about um, the rising yeah. part, right? Yeah, well, because as everyone knows, we're wise girls that rise, mm-hmm. right? And so... Um, I was just when we after we had the conversation yeah. I think I was driving in the car and the song actually I I don't don't quote me on the person mm-hmm. but it's probably a lot of different people who sing in different praise and worship leaders but uh I believe it's Chris Tomlin where he says uh out of the ashes we rise mm-hmm. um cuz there's no god like you right mm-hmm. our god is greater our god is stronger yeah. but that part of out of the ashes we rise and then it just was like that's it every feature that you guys are going to speak or bring and invite in it's kind of like are they here. had are mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and hear their story it's like they kind of came out of these ashes they mm-hmm. came out of a dark space they came out of a grave like situation mm-hmm. and they are still here right. and they have risen to the occasion and yeah. they have rise and they're a, 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 a true example of what wise girls rise means yeah. and so yeah. I'm excited because yeah. this person oh my gosh yes when so so let me first introduce her uh this is our sister y'all like there are not enough words to describe the beauty that really it's sad that this is just only audio i wish we could have did video so people could understand uh just the light and the life that radiates from our sis um her name is ebony and uh Sis, I, I think we've known Ebony for four years already, and uh, I think our connection really got strong after the passing of your sister, which you know we'll we'll talk about a little bit later. But um, when that happened, I think there was just this connection that started to organically form, and uh, and I know at the time, it's it, I think me and Tabrea are always we don't like to push ourselves onto people; we just like them to come when they're ready. And although we were like. We know that she's going to be one of our sisters. We just going to wait until, you know, God does his thing. And when God did his thing, <laughs> it's it's become something so beautiful. And I love your honesty. I love your transparency. And I love your story. And 
y'all she's putting together a conference next yes. month it's called the selfie conference selfie which conference. we're going to definitely talk about a little bit later but i'm super excited because if you hear what she's been through to now get to this position to trust uh, or to to fulfill what god trusted her to do with this conference it's amazing so you guys Put your hands together, you know, put your snaps in the, you know, while you're listening in the car, wherever you at. And help me welcome my sister, Ebony. Welcome to to the podcast. We are so excited to have you. And I I mean, when you asked us, because uh, just to timestamp this real quickly. uh, So you asked us to be a part of your Facebook Live because you're putting together your conference. And I was like, oh, because I think we only had a few people in mind, like two people in mind. And so we were still trying to figure out, like, who else should we get? And so when you text me, can you guys be a part of my Facebook Live? I was like, wait, ding, 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 there it is. Beep, 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 beep. Like, let's let's get Ebony. Like, she is the epitome of what this means, of just that out of the ashes we rise and what is your rise you know rising story and so sis if you had to kind of just uh take us through your journey just Mm -hmm. take us through your journey and help us realize this is the main part that i really want to focus on what was that thing that helped you realize that god was always a part of your story like you know what I mean? Because, yeah, I think sometimes when we realize the greater story is that God is in the story. Mm-hmm. And what for you along your journey can you say was like, I realize God is in this. God is in my story. Um, Man, it definitely would be the whole situation when my sister passed away. Mm-hmm. I definitely encountered like a lot of things that I went through um, growing up and just, you know, choosing the wrong paths. But definitely when I lost my only sister, I I drove myself personally to a very dark, dark time, mm-hmm. very dark area. I fell into like a deep depression. And at first when I was in it, I really didn't understand what was happening. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. I'm just acting out because I miss my sister. I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. So. Um, but it was actually just really bad. I, I went to a really deep depression. I didn't even know who I was anymore. I lost my weight. Like mm. I just got to a place to where, honestly, I knew God was there because I couldn't die. Mm. I tried everything, like wow. the amount of alcohol, the amount of drugs, the amount of everything, like just physically putting myself in situations that I knew I had no business being a part of, but I was so careless with my life because I'm like, how can God take somebody that did nothing but leave me here and I've done X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, God, like, I don't care. Take me. Like, I don't have nothing else to live for. And I'm saying this, and I had two kids. I had had family. I had people that was on the side of me that's like, you know, you do have stuff to live for. But inside of me, I was so broken that... Man, like, I, I couldn't see anything outside of it, but it was just the fact that I knew God was there because I'm still here. Mm. No matter what I tried, like, no matter how far I pushed away from God, no matter how I re- much I rejected God, I literally was, I, I turned so dark. Like, I didn't want nothing to do with church. I didn't want nothing to do with anything. I just wanted to drive myself in a hole, and that was it because I felt like life was taken from me. Mm. So... Getting to a moment to where everything around me began to break 
Mm-hmm. I had nothing else. I had nobody else. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like friends were around me, but they didn't really love me. Family, like, you're only coming around me because I lost my sister. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really have a sense of who I was or that I mattered. The only person I felt like really seen me and understood me is gone. So now what? Mm-hmm. So I got to a moment to where, so funny, um, I was in my room and I remember it was like yesterday. And I remembered I just started destroying my room crying, screaming. I destroyed everything in my room and I broke down on my knees and I literally hurt, like felt God like on me. And I'm like, you're not real. Mm. Literally having a conversation with God and literally I I told my church this, I shared my testimony with my church a while back and I told them like, it was like, I'm sitting here telling God, you're not real, but I'm talking to God. Like, and it was so crazy because I'm like, you're not real. Like, this is not, I'm, I'm about to kill myself. And no, you're not. Like, literally, God did not allow me to do anything. Like, I couldn't. Like, and I really felt God just surround me with his love. Like, caress me, hold me. And I just cried it out. And from that moment, I'm like, man, God, you're so real. And wow. it's like my process continued to go. Like, it continued to go. I still had my stuff that I had to get through. But in the back of my head, every time I got through something, I'm like, I know God's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I could feel him. I know because there's situations that I was put in that I was, man, people, everybody, they knew, yeah, Ebony, she's not going to make it through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to die in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either she's going to kill herself or she's going to do something so rowdy, something so crazy to where she's going to end up in that situation. So it's just like to see how far like, and how much God like cared for me, that he wrapped his arms around me, that he kept me in that state and he brought me out of depression and he brought me out of having suicidal thoughts and having like mm-hmm. deflicting pain on myself. Like, man, it's just like, to describe it, it it gives no it gives no justice to it gives no how can I say it, it gives no like emphasis to it how yeah. I can describe it because it was so hard for me like I really couldn't see how I was gonna make it out of this I really didn't see how I was gonna be able to proceed my life without having my sister my youngest sister I lived my entire life with her like I yeah. knew this is this is me so right. just to know like God kept me it's like yeah he was there yeah. the whole time. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so beautiful. So beautiful. And something that I love, um, and I feel like this is so imperative for our listeners to hear, is that even in, like, the darkest moment, God is still there. Mm-hmm. Like, even even when you don't see him, even if you feel like you don't feel him, he is there in the mess, in the suicidal thoughts in the darkness mm-hmm. in the depression he's sitting with you mm-hmm. man that that just resonated with me because it, it's it's a reminder that no matter where you go no matter how dark your life can get yeah there's a bright there's a bright light in there yeah. like you just have to be still um and be open to it and have real conversations yeah. like mm-hmm. even like you said you said that you was telling god you not real he's like <laughs> Bro, like, I'm right here. Stopping you you from doing something crazy, like that's me. Like that's me. I'm coming in your situation. I'm I'm coming to change some things, to shift some things. So that just gave me so much hope and encouragement, sis. That even when I get to that space, because even I was telling Sabrina like this week, like there's moments in my life where I'm like, Jesus, I don't know how, like you you your hand ain't in this like there's no way you've brought me this far and i'm in this place Mm -hmm. and he's like no i'm sit i'm still in there with you (laughs) 
<laughs> so I, I love that part. I love yeah. that part. So it's like, it doesn't matter how messy it gets. He's like, I'm the God of the pit and the palace, right? And I think one of the things we have to realize is he's with you. He's yeah. with you. Now, okay, sis, help some of our listeners um, even understand the mindset of what does it mean or how were you able to kind of get out of that dark space? I mean, because let's be honest, yeah, you can be aware that Mm -hmm. God is there, but you still have to put in the practical pieces to walk it out or even to get up. So what for you or if you can pinpoint or think of a moment where you were like, I need to get up out of this. (laughs) What was that for you? You guys are going to think it's so crazy, but it literally, for me, I had a church I call them my tribe I had sisters I had people that didn't allow me to give up mm. I wanted to give up I couldn't see what everybody else seen I couldn't feel what everybody else felt like when people would speak life into me or people will tell me like oh this and that I'm like y'all are tripping because y'all don't feel what I feel when I go home at night mm. y'all don't feel that pain y'all don't feel y'all don't have two kids that you have to look into their eyes and explain time and time every time they want to ask where's auntie mm. and I gotta relive this every time y'all don't feel that y'all haven't been where I've been like it was hard for me but I literally had people and I used to get so irritated with them like you already told me you love me for today. Stop texting me. Stop calling me. Stop coming. Stop stop hugging me. Like literally, but God knew what I want knew what I needed. Mm-hmm. So it's like I literally had those people that didn't stop with me. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where it hurt me that I was hurting them by not fighting for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. like people that I knew genuinely like cared for me and loved me that really wanted to see the best in me. I was pushing them away because I couldn't see it in myself. So finally I'm like, I became like, dang, I feel bad for hurting these people for pushing them away. And it's like, I'm crying to God, like, God, I just want somebody that's going to tell me like, it's going to be okay. I just want somebody that I can vent to. I just want somebody that's going to tell me like, look, you're not going to die in this. And God's like, man, I keep sending them. Like, so it's like, I finally was like, okay, God, I'm going to put my hand up. Like, mm. help me. Like, so I literally got to that point where I just laid it down. Look, God, I can't save myself. Look, God, I, at this moment, I'm not strong enough to where I could speak up myself. I can't bring myself out of this. So it's like, God, if you're, if you're going to walk me through this and you're going to be here for me, God, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm ready. Because I got so tired of just being hurt. Like, I got so tired of not having healthy people. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, people look at me like, you're popular. People know you. But it's like, yeah, it's great to have people around you. But when they really don't care for you, what, what's the purpose of having them all around you? So it's like, I really got to a point like, okay, God. This is enough. I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of being down here. Like I I'm tired of it. I'm tired of my kids watching me be defeated. I'm tired. I've never been a loser. I never been I never been defeated. I never lost. Like I'm I'm tired of being in this is uncomfortable for me and literally God like begin to pull me out and then I begin to really make them my mind up that okay God, this is what I want to do. Because I went through the struggle, and I tell y'all my process was not easy. Mm-hmm. I went through my phases of, okay, this is what I want to do, and then somebody invite me to the next popping party. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll be back, church. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I want to do. God, I'm serious. I'm serious. But then, oh, we're going to go to the hookah bar. Okay, I'll be back, church. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, God, I'm really serious. This is what I'm going to do. But then the football player called me. Okay, come. all right, I'll be back, church. Mm-hmm. So this time I got to a point where, like, dang, God, like, I keep getting hurt. I keep losing friends. I keep not having this. And God's like, well, you keep choosing to walk away from me. Mm. So I got to the point to where 
I separated from my church as soon as the pandemic started. It's how recent it is. I was done. And I remember going through this process of being so depressed that I was sleeping for three to four days straight, not getting up, telling my kids, go warm something up, like literally not even be able to grasp life. And I was just like, you know what? Like I, I, I separated from my pastors. I separated from everybody. I was just like, whatever, I'm going to wild out. And it got to a moment to where I felt death. Like I felt like, okay, you need to make your way back or figure it out and get there or it's going to be over for you. And we were actually doing services at your father's church at this time in Pomona. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had made my mind up, like, I'm going to just pop in there because the devil really played on my mind that I'm like, these people talking about me. I didn't left mm -hmm. the church. I know they whispering about me. I know they subbing me. I know they being, mm -hmm. but the devil was playing on me because literally I'm like, I'm going to pop up and just see how they feel. Got on a live, and it was a woman that was doing a live, and she and I call my pastors my spiritual. They are my spiritual parents. So I get on a live, and they're like, she's on there, and she's like, there's a, a young girl. I mean, there's a person that's on here, and they need to go back to their spiritual parents. They're waiting for you. And I'm like, uh, here she go. You're not talking to me. Like, all right, God, whatever. Then she kept saying it. She kept saying, well, she, I mean, somebody. I'm like, all right, so I'm like, I know they're gonna call. She said, I'm gonna call her when I get. I'm gonna call them when oh, I get off live. Wow. I'm like, all right. So we get off live, off the Facebook live, and my phone rings. I answer, and it's a three-way FaceTime with her and my pastors. Mm -hmm. And immediately when I looked at them, I just begin to cry mm -hmm. because the love I seen in their face is like. Man, God, like, I keep beating your people up. I keep walking away. I keep rejecting your love, rejecting your promises, rejecting everything. And here I am after four months of not talking to them, and boom, they're on the phone ready to love, love you. Ah, my goodness. I said, okay, so we got done talking. I come to church, and when I tell you the breakthrough I received by just walking in the atmosphere, like, mm -hmm. it's like God, like, it's so crazy. We just talked about it at our women's Bible study. It's like when God calls you, you can't run from it. Mm. When God already has his hand upon you, it's like you could try as much as you want. But when he really, really loves you, it's Marks. like you're not going nowhere. Mm. So it's like to really be grabbed like, all right, God, when I tell you that day from that process, that point on, I said, this is it. Ain't no more back and forth. Ain't no more I'm going to be back. I'm one foot in. I'm one foot out. No, God, take all of me. Mm. Help me. Heal me. Like, God, I'm ready. Like, literally, like, gracefully broken. Like, that's mm. how I look at myself. Like, literally, like the woman at the well. God told me everything that I was. Like, every, every sin, everything that I was entangled with, everything that I was in bondage with, he caught that thing out. And, yeah, it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was like, ouch. But now it's like, oh, no, y'all. Come get this. Come feel this. Because it's like, man, like to see that from so sudden, like it was so sudden for me. So it's just yeah. like, oh, my gosh, submit. Like, that's all I could say. If you really want to start this process, it really takes a real life decision. What do you want? Mm. Do you want do you want to be loved or do you want to keep playing with people that act like they love you? Do you want to be helped or do you want to go ahead and keep getting um, temperamental, like temp temporary fixes? Mm -hmm. Okay, do you want to feel guys? Like, what, what, what do what you do really you want? want? So it's like I got to that point and I had to have that real life conversation with me, myself on the floor crying like, I, I'm tired. I want you. Whatever that entitled, whatever that entails, I want you. Yeah. Take me through it. Yeah. So... Listen, <laughs> y'all. This is the first this, February feature, what? and my mm. God, today! Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, 
I I feel so hot and warm at the same time. It's just because oh my gosh, I wish y'all could see even I, I'm pretty sure you could hear it. But when you see just how she's just speaking this, you could feel the presence of God. Like the transformation says the, the glow and everything and this is the freedom the freedom that's what i was going to say it's kind of like she know what she's talking about like yeah. there is no second guessing there is no going back the change has happened in you sis and it's so powerful that you are just speaking as god is pouring and giving into you and your story isn't even wasted hmm. Not it wasn't even wasted because God was like, you know what? Everything that she's been through, everything that she's going to try to leak, I'm going to use all of it, all of, all it. of it for my glory. Every every piece of it. Listen, <laughs> let me let me just let me just because I, I feel like we kind of have to end this podcast oh. right there, and we're gonna let those words sink with you. But let me tell you. Y'all, sisters, even some brothers on here that have little sisters or aunties, whatever, make sure you get to the selfie conference that our sis Ebony is putting on March the 20th. Me and Tabrina, we're going to be advertising, promoting this conference because I'm telling you, what you just heard is a snippet. It's a snippet of what's going to transpire on March 20th. If you don't want to come um, in person, she's going to have a virtual option. Mm-hmm. We're going to link all of that in the, the bio, the comments, whatever, of this podcast so you guys can be attuned. But we want you guys to get your tickets. We're yes. going to be there. Yes. So we want to encourage you all. You hear that healing and that freedom oh in her voice? Gosh. That's what's going to be in the room on you March don't. 20th. So, man, yeah. I, I'm just grateful, Ebony, that, you know... You took your time to share a little piece of your story because that's just a little uh, snippet. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we are so honored that this is the first February feature. Absolutely. Um, and just to hear the story of the beauty that has risen yes. out of the ashes. Because it's complete, sis. You out of there. <laughs> you out of there. And this is the thing that I love. It's not even it's not even over. Yeah. It's not even the end. Yeah. You have just blossomed. And the way that God is just about to elevate you is going to be beyond what you can even imagine or think. And generationally, yes, I mean, even thinking your of children. your children. And yes. they're going to be like, I remember when mom was in the pit and it was horrible. And she, we didn't know who she was. But mm-hmm. then now they're like, they want it be like you and and emulate all the things that you've done and it's just like sis you made it you made it through and you're going to keep making it through because of what's ahead and who's attached to you and your story like you can't give up now because too many people are attached to your your story and your testimony and Greater works, sis. Greater works. Yes. So thank you all. Thank y'all. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you, Ebony. Hey, tell tell our listeners how to connect with you. How to connect and find you. So you can find me on Facebook at Ebony Scott. Ebony is Mm E-B-A-N-I-E. And then Scott, S-C-O-T-T. And then I am on Instagram at her name is Ebony. Um, Like like they said, I am having selfie conference. You can find that on Eventbrite um, just by going on Eventbrite and searching selfie conference. So, yes. yes. And we'll be there. We'll so, be there. We're yeah. excited. Again, Ebony, thank, thank you, thank you, you, thank you. 
you um, for your time. Listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed that because that was just the beginning. Amen. And she said We're going to have to get her back. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Ebony, we're going to have you come so back, sis. The okay? other feature is going to have to really step it up. We might have to rework some features because she set the bar really high. <laughs> she can come back each week. She'll yeah, be yeah, back. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. A little piece, a little yeah, piece, a yeah, little yeah. piece. But honestly, uh, we thank you guys for taking time to listen to the Wise Girls Podcast because this is what it's about. It's us rising up um, and wising up and together. and and being and doing this together as sisters. And yes. so we will catch you guys next week for the next February feature. Yes. Love Good you, night. Sisters. Bye. Peace. If you're interested in staying connected and up to date with the Wise Girls Podcast, simply follow us on Instagram at Wise Girls Rise. Or you can simply follow us on our personal pages at Miss Tabrina J and at Precious underscore Tabrea. We look forward to the next time we get to share with you again soon the lessons we've learned along this Wise Girls journey. Thanks for tuning in.